So, guilty everyone, my name is Matt Long. Uh, I've been a resident of Queenstown for you know, 20 odd years. I was just figuring that out with Fiona earlier on. Uh, I arrived here in a Toyota Corolla with five grand in the bank account. Um, and hopefully, I've, I've done a bit better than that since then. Um, I worked at Kiwi Moonlight Park. I was the operations manager raising Kiwi. And then I ran the ISA Visitor Centre and I met the ex travel girls at United Travel when I started managing that place. Um, then I jumped into helicopters, I was running Glacier Southern Lakes helicopters and then Nitaung Tourism brought us out, so I was working for Nitaung for a bit. Um, and then I uh, decided to uh, work for a big American corporate and that was uh, a company that owned iFly and little skydiving around the world, so there's 80 odd tunnels around the world. I launched that for them in 2018 and it was a shit show to be honest with you. Um, and so it was a year of fixing it, great introduction to startup. But the, the whole point of that was to, to play with someone else's money because their whole intention was to eventually run my own tourism business. Um, I, I practiced a lot 20 years running everyone else's uh, COVID hit. So first year was startup, second year was COVID, third year was COVID, fourth year is probably COVID too. But in amongst those years I had a lot of fun. Um, we fixed a team, we started performing and I ended up buying the business of the American company. Uh, and that was in February last year, so it's been 12 months. Um, and we've had a lot of fun, it's been challenging, don't get me wrong, I'm tired. It's extremely tired towards the end of last year and I've taken a month and a half off and it's been fantastic. And I hope you all have done that or at least recharged and recharged properly because we've got another tough year ahead of us. Um, so that's me in a nutshell. I'm a dad as well, so um, I want to talk a little bit about personal life. I'm a dad of two kids. My two kids go to Queensland Primary School and part of the reason I wanted to work at iFly was because it's 20 metres away from the primary school. And I wanted to enjoy Queenstown in my 40s and actually enjoy my kids a little bit more. So that was part of that motivation as well. Little did I know that startup was going to be so challenging and that we were going to have three years of COVID as well. <laughs> so there you go. Um, so that's me. Um, really enjoying the board so far. Haven't really done much yet, to be honest with you. Um, hopefully I'm, I'm not going to uh, take on too many challenges. but. The whole idea is what I've learned over the last two years especially is community is really important. And as I get a little bit older and a bit longer in the tooth, um, you feel the need to give back a little bit more. And uh, uh, I've seen a lot of people in the last two years in need. And it's, this is my opportunity to, to do something a little bit more. Hopefully I'll get to heaven. Well, I better something. Thank you, Matt. largest and most globally diverse adventure travel company, who knew and Queenstown. So we, um, pre-COVID, were quite a large business, primarily bringing North Americans to New Zealand um, to do active itineraries in New Zealand. So fully guided uh, multi-day trips, um, mostly involving hiking and kayaking and biking. So clearly it's been a should choose good work, really. Um, it's been a bit, bit crap. Um, but we are also very lucky, we, we do feel very blessed that our business had already started to diversify and we also sell um, our itineraries in other countries. So as you're probably aware, if you've seen the media, the rest of the world is actually quite open. Um, so our North Americans have been happily travelling to South America and to Europe particularly, and also within North America. Um, and that, you know, it's, it's, it's a sad sort of state of affairs that New Zealand is now such a tiny sliver of what, what used to be about 60% of what we do, now it's about five. Um, and we are very much looking forward to building that back up again, but we are one of the lucky ones. And um, buying American companies, as Matt did, um, obviously a bit of a pattern last year, so in the middle of COVID, uh, sight unseen, we also purchased a business in the USA, so I'm also CEO of a company called Austin Adventures in Montana which is pretty much like the parallel universe to the business we operate here in New Zealand is based in Montana, which is going really, really well. Uh, so the, I think the, the value that I bring, um, and maybe some of your businesses, is just a bit more of that global view of what's happening in other parts of the world, because I do think we can tend to get a little bit insular. Um, so it, it is quite fascinating to sort of bring that, that to the table as well. Uh, like Matt, and actually I've worked with Matt for a few Quite a few years. I've been living on Africa. 
um, we were worked together in a startup um, called World Travellers, which was a group of, um, of, of travel agencies in New Zealand, which Nikki was also involved in. So very small world, and Tori. Um, so yes, also like Matt, I have a young family here in Queenstown. I've only been here for two and a half years, so I'm still pretty new. I have a nine-year-old um, who's just started at a new school in um, Handy's Farm. And I've got a son who's 16, who's in the last year at Wapitipu High. So for me, um, being on the board is about just sharing, just sharing stuff. I'm also on the board of the Tourism Festival Council of New Zealand, so I think you know, representing that tourism economy at a higher level with government and stuff is, is quite, quite handy. Um, and yeah, just looking forward to hearing from all of you what, what your challenges and opportunities are and um, seeing how we can help each other out to do cool stuff. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see everyone over there. I don't know. <laughs> um, hi everyone. First of all, thank you everyone that voted for me. It's a great pleasure to be appointed um, onto the board. I've only been living in Queenstown for 18 months, so um, real honour and uh, privilege. Um, I live my life by mottos, and this is one of my mottos, that you should always be grateful for things, you should be proud of things, and you should be wondering about things. Um, and so I just wanted to share a couple of thoughts about me on that theme really. Um, I'm really grateful for the family and the friends that I have. I grew up in Auckland um, and I uh, have built a, a, a very strong group of friends and family there who, and also built friends around the world and family members around the world. I've got three brothers, one of which who lives here and runs a building company, Tony Jenner, if anyone knows her. Um, and my friends and my whānau are really uh, my strength. They're the people that kind of keep me strong. I don't have a husband, I don't have any children, I don't have any pets, I don't have any pot plants. Um, I don't do attachment easily. Um, but my friends and my family are my strength and they're my backbone. Um, I'm also really grateful for an incredible career. Um, I've been a person who's uh, travelled around the world and, and taken on some pretty challenging roles. Um, I've lived in uh, London, New York, Sydney, I've done a lot of work in Asia, New Zealand, I've lived in three places in New Zealand. Um, and that continuous learning and chasing um, opportunities and adventures has led me to some really interesting uh, experiences, which I'm sure I'll tell you about as we get to know each other. Um, what I'm really proud of is my business that I started six years ago after living in corporate life for 25 years. Um, I know how to build companies, grow teams, manage people, manage risks, but I can tell you one thing for sure. Running your own business is the biggest challenge of all. And um, I've been fortunate to survive six, seven years. Um, my business uh, helps people with career planning, help teams with career consulting, and I do innovation consulting. Um, so I'm really proud of that. But the other thing I'm really proud of is this, the way this community has included me. This is the first time I've really felt like I've joined a real community. So I'm really proud of the connections that I've built in Queenstown. And what I'm really wondering about. I suppose we're starting to talk about this outside is a couple of things. One, I'm really wondering how we can stop COVID making New Zealand so divisive. Um, I, I really am very concerned that this is building a real us and me mindset in our communities. Um, so I'm really pro how we can sort of stop that. I'm also wondering how we can make work work better for people. And in my job, I hear lots and lots of stories about people very unhappy in their jobs. One of my big passions is helping business owners and leaders make the workplace a better place for people. People are leaving companies by the droves, um, and that's my real passion. So talking about that, if you if you want to hear my theories on that, um, yeah. So again, really nice to be part of this group, and I'm looking forward to meeting you all. Great, thank you so much, Melissa. Melissa, do you want to start having um, chat with me? Hello, great. Are you going to press Yeah, Tim will share. Now the networking number cruncher who podcasts Kevin's perspective, so an accountant by trade. Uh, I've been doing, we've been an accountant for the last 22 years at least, uh, working pretty much at the same company in, in Brisbane, that's called Confidential Tax and Business Services. Um, September 2020 I moved to Queenstown, I've been here quite a few holidays, loved it, felt like, felt like I could work remotely. So where does, um, from the, where does From the Resort podcast come in? Well, about four or five years ago I sort of 
became interested in in podcasts, and I felt it was something that uh, I could put my own spin on a podcast. So back in 2018, I started my own podcast when I was in Brisbane. Uh, and it was called From the Valley Podcast, sort of named after the Valley Channel of Congress, which is really the suburb right in the middle of town. So uh, started from there, and, you know, I basically when I made the move to come to Queenstown, I wanted to continue it on as a bit of a hobby. So a way of sort of meeting people uh, in town, finding about, about people's stories. Um, to date, we've done 25 episodes. Um, we've had Mac yeah, on the podcast. We've had Mayor's um, been on a couple of times. Uh, we've turned some of these snippets, um, recording stuff in the podcast as well. So I uh, always look for guests to have on. It's always hard to sort of keep it flowing. Um, I, I go for a stretch or a bit wide in about a month or so, and then a few months you know, just get busy and don't do anything. So, um, yeah, no, really enjoy doing it. Always like to hear people's stories. I think Anna's been on the podcast and a few people on the board as well. So, um, yeah, that, that's, I just love it here. It's, it's been a really hot January and very dry. And mountain biking, bought a, mountain, bought a second mountain bike actually. Um, just before Christmas and uh, 20, 20 times on the bike in January. So, trying to think So that leads on to what we're actually also been, supposed to be talking about here. So part of today is about the Chamber actually being able to have some feedback from the members as to some of the issues and challenges that we're facing as a region. So this is what I'm going to talk to all these groups about. Some of the challenges as a region and what the Chamber can be doing to help members or to advocate to actually try and solve some of these issues or create some of the opportunities. I know I'm throwing this out now. So, you know, we've got a mixture of people that arrived last year, just arrived, you arrived a couple of years ago. I mean, you're a year ago, Yeah, September of 2021. And you guys have been around for a long time, so we've got this whole diverse 
understanding, I guess, of what the region, and I'm not talking about your local businesses or your personal needs are, what are some of the challenges and issues we're going to face as a region probably in the next year, next two years or so, I'll leave it to you guys, and then um, from your perspective, we can I'm going to open the floor to you. It's only a small thing. I think it's quite interesting because I'm involved in so many different areas and
for a bunch of That's, yeah. That's it. But you must be losing thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. You're not going to get compensated for that. And uh, so they need to change these rules because what we know about this virus so far is not, not everybody will get it. Okay? You might get it later on. Like you might be exposed to it but not get it. So not everyone's going to get it. Like if you have six or seven people there, there's a chance that two or three won't get it. So it's just one of those things you need to look at that and it's, it's going to affect the rest of the it's, yeah, it's happening now. They're not going to because they didn't want to keep working. And there is an absolute no way you want to scare them to admit your content. Yeah, it's a small business. Yeah, present it's a small business. So, um, out of interest, I know we it's very difficult to play with, but is there anything else on a, on a wider district perspective that is going to be front of mind in the next 12 months? was a steps out of um, St John's Ambulance in 2021. So these are these are real frontline steps. So there's that. Um, you know, there's, um, yeah, there, there's the infrastructure crisis that we're in, and we're, we're talking about businesses that are succeeding, we think, in terms of uh, construction and infrastructure, but they're faced with 25% inflation. So that's going to get passed on to the users, which is, which is us. Firstly, um, think about our staff, 20, 30 year old kids that are working with us, and their dreams of a million dollar house are just dead. And in the environment we are in now, so what are we doing about educating them on how to be more financially literate so that they can invest? So that their little bit of saving can actually go a bit further than one sitting in Kiwi saving. So, yeah, yeah, well, the bank's not really going to do much for us, is it? Yes, there's so many topics. I thought one of you would actually talk about roading. No, what's roading? But no, that's, that's too far in the future. What's that? That's linked with rent and cost of living. Yeah, well, that's it? right. Infrastructure. Instead of living in Queensland. Infrastructure, parking, roading. Yes. Sorry, I was boring the video. There's something that keeps coming up on the mountain bike park quite a lot. It's all the money that's been spent on all the trails and all these amazing tracks. But there is actually no commuter trail by bike if we're going down the sustainability road of getting people on bikes and not using cars. There's no way to ride in from Arthur's Point, Henley Farm, Yates Point, on, a, on your e-bike or whatever actually, down the side of the road. Or from Lake Hayes or um, shot over, you can go way up and around. There's no... Um, yeah, whatever, going between Jack's Point and Hamlet, like that horrible track. Yeah, and no one's going to do that to go to work. But you can see easily from Hamlet Farm, that wide strip either side of the road, you could easily put a bike track. Yeah, yeah, they could defin
Engineer. Yeah. Uh, that's a nice sports track when you're doing a community. Yeah, we've got nothing practical. This is all really good stuff because Ruth and their team are always going, right, what, what is actually concerning our members? And this is useful because if we support them, this is what they do. They have a How do you feel about the unit Sorry, about that. Really good. Participate promotional yeah. is you know right you know I know I do podcasts but one thing you can do is like a, a shorter version like an eight to ten minute meet the member type podcast and then we have like you know, set sort of ten sort of things to ask and we'll just, just answer those questions you know sort of you know That's a good start. yeah and that, we, I did this uh, with, with another chamber. And uh, there was just a little bit of a project we did, and then COVID hit, and we sort of stopped it. But that was, sort of thing you were meaning, or were you meaning more? Kind of I'm just seeing the way of the way people promote. You say this is me, I'm from here, or this is our business. The only way we can actually promote our own business is to hold a function. And if you're prepared to pay five thousand dollars to hold a function to promote your own business and actually talk about it, that's the only way you can actually put your voice forward. Yeah, what's interesting is the first time I heard about your business is when you won that award. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't even know who this woman was. I was desperately doing my research and I was like, you guys might do this so well. So I, I, I agree. I think that, you know, how do you get us using you? How do you get us promoting you? Like, if you follow me on Instagram, I'm a huge promoter of my businesses. If I go anywhere and experience something, I'm always posting about it. We want to. We need people to do that, right? We need each other to promote everybody. I've also met Nick, Nicky quite a few times in the last year. But yeah. Apart from Nicky, probably don't. Basically, Yeah. 
then we
Yeah, I, I just think it, it is a good chamber, and uh, I enjoyed it from you know the moment I sort of started coming to events and, and that sort of thing. So I always liked it, and I always liked the people. I mean, it's the people that, that make up the you know the community, which you know the community makes up the what, you know who wants to come along to the you know, chamber event. So it's been great to meet you know lots of different people and all, you know, all, all walks of life. You know, for me, coming new to town and. Um, you know, this, they do a lot of great events, and uh, I look forward to it. You know, it's, um, and there's always going to be new people that come in, so that, that's always good as well. Um, and I think, you know, I think it's uh, it is it does a pretty good job overall. So I, yeah. I don't know if there's any other, too many other suggestions, really. In reality, it's networking and business growth. The two things most people Well, there's a third one that there's another one that came out of the earlier group, which is around capability, which are you know, true capability as opposed to someone selling their product. So, you know, for example, there was a workshop. There's been a few workshops, you know, where it's just say you don't want to market it. You know, how do you learn actually? marketing principles rather than the marketing officers are selling you. So how do you help them kind of build their capability? Does that exist in the chamber at the moment? It has been in the new... quite a few of those sort of training meetings. Yeah, do you want to get another? Yes. Yeah. And as a business owner, do you think that those are valuable? And yeah. Well, we've won, which was done by a small company. I can't think of what it is now. So it was like a little company. Oh, yeah. But it was about the shareholders agreements and spaces. And that was very valuable. And from that, we actually got our A and D and actually got money. <laughs> You need that. I think that's bust up, and that was we didn't have one. It was very painful. Yeah. 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 So knowledge building. Knowledge building. Yeah. Sometimes you don't even know something that you need to know. Yeah. Yeah. Good. And what about yourself, Therese? When you joined the group chamber, what were you kind of hoping for? Probably honestly, I'm not going to let the Yeah. 
You could have a junior membership rate, right, you know, when you're going extra certain events or Business after five, and you've got a, a few new friends that are just new to town. Just bring them along. That's a great way to meet new people. Yeah. Especially if you are new to town. Yeah, if you're new to town, or, or a new friend that you that you know that doesn't go to the events. So there's, there's a few so different. Think about the demographics of Queenstown uh, population. The number of business owners is small, right? It's not to say it's either or, it's more like and, like how else do we, because if we're the business network in Queenstown, there's people that work in business, they're not minor business owners or leaders, um, and I think my big passion is building people's capabilities, like how, how might we really make Queenstown a great place to live and work, because there's career opportunities here, and you know, you learn, I'd love people to know what you guys do and what you guys do, so that if young people are coming to town, we can kind of you know, share ideas of where they might be as opposed to relying always on immigrant labour. And how do we get people staying and moving here to work? Look at your socks! Fantastic! Oh, I don't know why these. I should be wearing these Australian bloody socks. Oh, hold on! Whoa, 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 whoa! I missed the extra star. Australian. Yeah. Get that Because there's some extremely talented people coming in. 
Uh, there was a whole heap more things we talked about, but there was a, one really interesting one that Carla brought up. She only said like 10 words in the whole conversation, <laughs> and they, they were quite important. And um, there, were, um, there was one about playing it forward, which was a brilliant idea about members that potentially can't afford to be part of the chamber. Um, members potentially could pay a donation, and uh, people on the list could become chamber members. Um, there was another talk about chamber days for non-members as well. So just engaging that non-member community. Um, had a great comment um, that to say that 20 years ago the chamber was crap and now it's good. Group three, um, we we were very much a tourism focus group and hospitality, um, and we talked about first and foremost because Emily was here. She's been in the events game internationally in London. She ran a cheerleading team and all sorts of things. She was talking about how she felt that the um, the event space in this region is substandard compared to internationally, and we need to have better quality events here that can attract more people domestically and internationally. We have some well-known events that create an international well-known um, attraction to come and spend money here. So that, that was a really interesting take. Um, uh, we're talking about music, comedy events, those sorts of things, and actually just have some really quality uh, events coming through. Uh, we talked about event centre, of course, so we got onto some pretty big topics. Um, uh, and then um, at the end of it, we had a really interesting talk about, again, and this touched on what this group was talking about, about engaging in new members going through and stealing all this great talent that's coming through. Melissa's one of them, she's only been here. Not that long, and, and global talent that we're stealing. Luckily for us, she's out there networking all the time. So, but there's many, many people out there that could actually be teaching our community um, and inspiring our community to do better things. And we need to front foot um, our rebuild and our regrowth out of COVID. So um, that's it in a nutshell. Um, yeah. So. Imagine if you got buddied out with Matt as a mentor. <laughs> so, like, I'm just 
Okay. No, you're sharing. How do we, how do we, like, what if somebody wanted to buddy up with, with you and learn about retail or the extract with people who are brilliant at, like, you know, how you, what did, how you read you to do business through? So how can we buddy with each other and learn from each other? Um, yeah, loads more ideas. Obviously, it's a lot of good ideas too, but, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, right. Wendy. Yeah, look, a few common themes and, you know, what was really good for me was to hear that some of the challenges that I know as a chamber we're already working on that are really key and top of mind for us are actually all in this room. So that was like a, phew, we're not off the reservation too far. And those ones, are, you know, those are particularly around immigration, talent, um, cost of housing, cost of accommodation for people, those sorts of things which are very, very much top of mind. Um, there was a really strong theme which I think I, I kind of had going on myself, but you, you forget that the impact of when this thing sweeps through, if it, when, if it does, clearly is starting now. You know, how, how can we support all of you as a chamber as far as knowing exactly what you need to do? And, um, you know, what are the nuts and bolts, but also from a mental health perspective, what the support for that will be and how long it will last. And, um, you know, we talked a lot about how there's quite a lot of lobbying going on. Um, behind the scenes, though, and a couple of you said, well, you should tell us about that, because there's probably not enough coming through in the newsletters about that advocacy kind of lobbying that goes on behind the scenes. So that was a real opportunity. Uh, we also talked about the um, kind of the who to go to for what, and that's not just to support each other in our businesses, but building on what you guys have said around, what if I wanted to talk to someone who's actually quite good at, you know, dealing with shitty staff, or what if I need to talk to someone who's who's really good at sustainability, or might have some clues about how to get started in that, and I don't know where to go. Yeah. Um, so almost like a skills matrix of what the members' yeah. strengths are, Amazing. which we do as a board, but... You know that that would be so incredibly powerful if it was broader across yeah. the entire across the entire chamber members. Um, we actually, you know, I'm trying to pull out the, <laughs> the positive ones because um, you know we all know there's challenges, but I try to really look at the opportunities. And you know, there are actually opportunities for growth all over the place. And it's interesting to talk to the businesses who are already have got a lot of growth going on and how to sort of harness that and, and, and help them do even better. Um, yeah, that, that was that was quite an interesting one. And then, and then someone said, and I hold this fear as well, that we have to be a bit careful that everyone keeps talking about wanting to go back to how it was. You know, we're all sort of desperate to go, you know, when borders up and everything, we're back again. And then the comment was made, actually, it wasn't all that great. <laughs> and not everybody loved tourists. You know, this is coming from the visitor economy specifically. Not everyone loves tourists. The accommodation was too expensive. It was hard. Immigration's a bit crap. You know, so we actually do need to do better than what it was before. So that's really important too. Um, and then a nice little thing that came out of this group, which I can also attest to, is that the kids in Queenstown are doing really well because there's so many jobs. <laughs> and when you start thinking long term, you know, we've got kids who are making hundreds of dollars a week. You mean like younger workers? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My point is, I'm thinking of like No, 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 no. Our, our kids, like high school age kids, are actually earning money, um, which they probably weren't a while back. So that's actually a weird, a weird kind of twist yeah, on what's happened on the back of COVID. I think that's an opportunity, but then we need to try and keep them there too, potentially. So yeah, really good chat, and um, I think lots of insights for us to take back. Great. Thank you. Yeah. That was really great feedback, um, and thank you for coming along. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, there's a lot here for us to yeah. take away and the board to dive into, and um, some work for the chamber today. So. You do a great job too, Fiona. Oh, yeah. Thank you.